We're happy to have on the program today Minko School Superintendent Kevin Sims. Kevin, good to have you on the show. George, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, you know, a compliment to Cool 105 and 106.1. I, you guys do a tremendous job here in our county and in our uh, the local area of Chickasha. I, I, as I was saying earlier, this is a rare find for some communities, and I, I compliment you guys for what you do and what you do for the schools. It's tremendous with the Grady County Tournament. Uh, football games, basketball. I know you've broadcast several of our games mm-hmm. through the years, and yeah. it's really tremendous what you do. We just love to reach out, and uh, that's what local radio stations do, and it's a lost art anymore with all the corporate stuff that's going on. But we're we're embedded in this community that's and right. these communities in the region. We just love to support uh, uh, the students and the student athletes and the teachers, and you know. Uh, it's it's a multiple village wrapped into one, I guess. I, I guess right. you could say that. So, well, let's uh, talk about Minko Schools and what's been happening over the summer. Well, we've been pretty busy this summer. Uh, a lot of uh, refurbishing, remodeling. Our elementary uh, All American Home Center here of Chickasha they they completely redid our floors in the elementary school and also uh, the bathroom facilities. Uh, they gutted our bathrooms and brand new bathrooms for the elementary students. It's really, really nice and long overdue. Uh, hopefully before the time school starts, we ordered it in early April. Uh, someone gifted the school $350,000, uh, upon a, they, they passed away and it was in their will to leave the, the school 350,000 for, uh, some type of use. Nice. And we, yeah, very nice. And, We've elected to use $300,000 to build a brand new uh, playground for our elementary school. And so, unfortunately, it's everything's a lot of things are on back order. And so, it's questionable whether or not August the 17th we're going to have uh, that thing functioning, but pretty soon we'll have a new playground. Uh, we're also doing some planning for some future growth and future, uh, uh, future bond project, just to be honest with you, that would really improve our uh, – athletics, prove our ag, and a lot of the activities. You know, we've built some really beautiful schools in the last few years and really need to take a look at our activities and the secondary activities and, and our extracurricular activities and and uh, improve that as well, those facilities. Yeah, just in the last 10 years, a lot of growth. And I yes. know the, uh, uh, the wind turbines have helped out with that uh, a lot, and that's uh, helped uh, spread out the cost of all the – the bond issues. Oh, absolutely. Things, yeah. that, without Nextera and the investment of the wind towers in our district, uh, the things we've done just probably would not be possible on the scale we've done them. Uh, our high school was to a point we were going to have to do something. Uh, the old high school is no more as, as we, we tore it down. The old high school, yeah. The old high yeah. school, yeah. It, it's gone. <laughs> How but, old was that? Any clue? Uh, yeah, the, the, the high school that we were in was built in 1970, and it was a uh, – when they built that, there were no plans – it was just really the community building that because the um, school they had in place, uh, one of the walls fell down. Mm. And it had been there, you know, since 19-teens, and it was an old building. And so they had to build the school quickly. Uh, the plan, from what I understand, was for that building to serve, you know, be a school for 10 years. Well, it lasted 50. Wow. <laughs> but it was in a state of disrepair yeah. and a lot of problems with it, not, not a lot of room for growth. And so... Anyway, we were able to, to build the high school in 2015 and, and move in there in 15, and then the middle school in 2020, uh, we were able to move into that building. Um, a lot of change though, over the last decade, for no sure. Doubt. No doubt. A lot of growth and all that, so that's uh, good to see, for sure. Yeah. Talk about the growth of the district, say, over the last 
10 years or so. Yeah, you know, when I started there, we had about 525, 30 students. And at one point, we were up to 605 in number. We had a lot of kids uh, coming in, a lot of growth, transfers, and then just growth within the district itself. Uh, COVID really hit us hard. And the, the COVID year, our ADM went down to 520, which was amazing, which a lot of schools had that. A lot of, a lot of kids you know, went to Epic and, and other places for their education that year. Uh, and we kind of had a, a slow bounce back. We, we saw some growth the first year after COVID. And then uh, last year, we we're up to about 570 uh, in our, our number. And I think this year, we're going to be between 580 and 600, somewhere in there. So we're, we're getting back to normal. It's taking some time uh, to get some of that uh, normalcy back, if you will. But we're bouncing back up there. like to see that. And, of course, uh, the number of students uh, goes into the state funding that you get. So you'd like to have more students to get a little more state well, funding, I guess. That would be true, but we don't yeah. receive uh, the top half of the state oh. formula. We, okay. Our ad valorem is so high that we are pretty well locally funded. We do get some state aid, and I could sit here, but it would take us hours to explain the state aid I'm formula. Sure. Yeah. But I think <laughs> the schools in Grady County, just to be honest with you, not just the Minka, we're really blessed because we're pretty well locally funded, uh, which means we don't require a lot of state dollars. Uh, that could uh, that could change at any time, of course, with things. Now, if we did have a big uh, growth, if you will, or a student, if our student population went up significantly, yeah, you might see some uh, impact there. But I tell you, we're we're pretty fortunate in this county because we're operating on gross production and out of valorem, and and uh, we're we're blessed right now. I will say that and, and grateful for that. Uh, a lot of new employees uh, coming in, some new teachers and staff and things. And we have new, we have fifteen you, new uh, teachers and support staff members. Uh, you know, retirement has hit the last couple of years. I think last year we had eight new employees, so we've had a lot of retirement in the last few years. You and like then, those long longevity folks? That you do. For, and, you yeah, know, we career went, educators at Minka. We went through years where we never hired anyone. I mean, it just nobody ever left. And then obviously, it gets to a certain play, time in your life. Yeah, I'm ready to retire sure. and move on. And uh, so we feel really fortunate who we've been able to hire. I can tell you the applicant pool, this is my 15th year to be superintendent at Minko. 15 years ago, the applicant pool was a little bit different. You had a lot more applicants. Now you're lucky to get three or four in a job opening. Uh, But we got some really good applicants. It's just the number of applicants is pretty slim out there. Well, we've all heard about the teacher shortage throughout the state. And I know they're they're trying to... A work on that, adding you know some teacher incentives and trying to attract some folks from other states, uh, and so hopefully that'll yeah we have a first a year bit. teacher that that is in the in the particular area of early childhood, and she's uh, going to that teacher's going to receive a twenty thousand dollars signing bonus from the state, and wow. they just have to agree to you know teach for five years and you know it's mm-hmm. they don't have, otherwise they have to pay some of that back prorated, uh, but yeah it's it's pretty impressive that I think I think it's a good idea try to recruit some teachers and retire teachers maybe back into the fold a little bit. But uh, there's definitely an issue with the number of teachers that are coming out. Uh, it's a little bit of a dilemma. Uh, let's talk about, uh, are you still looking for some teachers for the coming school year? Are you full up? Uh, no, we're, we're in pretty good shape right mm-hmm. now. We're, we're going to be full and excited about that. Um, I you know, we'll just see what next year holds, but mm-hmm. right now we're in good shape. Good for coming up in the, 
just a few weeks. So yes. he said August 17th. So August that's, 17th. That's the big day. That's a big day. Yeah. <laughs> Parents will be happy. Kids will be sad. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk about your fleet a little bit. How are the school buses and what kind of shape are they in? And how uh, they're they're in good shape. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, have a local mechanic that really helps us out. And, of course, we have too many issues. We just go to Midwest Bus or right. Ross Transportation. Uh, but our bus fleet's good. Everything's in pretty good standing right now. All right. Um, some new coaches? Yeah, we have two about? new coaches this year. Actually, one coach is not new. He, he's been, well, this will be his second year. He's a young coach. He was our uh, he, he was an assistant football coach and assistant girls basketball coach. And he has taken on the responsibility of being the head girls basketball coach. And that is? Uh, Trevor Roberts. I'm okay. sorry, Tyler Roberts. Tyler. Okay. Tyler Roberts. Yeah, Tyler Roberts. And Tyler... Um, uh, I think he's going to do a really good job. He, he's a hardworking young man, and you know, really excited to see how that goes this year. We're going to be young. A lot of, we had three senior girls that were just really, really outstanding athletes there for softball and basketball, and they've graduated. But we do have some good talent coming up. Uh, I think they're going to work uh, work well with Coach Roberts. I mean, you know, I'm excited to, to see what he does. We have Cody Schmidt, who's uh, the start of the softball program at Union City. And uh, this last year, for the first time, made the state tournament. And so he's going to be coming over to Minko and be our, he'll be our head softball coach. And really excited uh, to have him there. And, in fact, if it doesn't rain tonight, uh, at midnight it will be July 15th, and they're going to have a softball practice under the lights. Very nice. If it doesn't if it rain. Doesn't rain. So, okay. yeah, if it doesn't Those rain. Those midnight practices are great. Uh, Which I guess is before – I guess this airs on Saturday. I'm sorry. Yeah, but That's yeah, okay. But yeah. – uh, yeah, so he's, he's he's doing some things that are a little different and new, and mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting. Yeah, and it's exciting for the kids and just to get kind of back in the swing of things and introduce, yeah. uh, you know, uh, everything that's that's going on. And of course, uh, if I may, yeah. if I may say sure, something, yeah. here, I, you know, just about our student athletes and our coaches, um, to be good, it's become a twelve month commitment. As you know, it's not like when I was in school, uh, goodbye in May, show up in August to get back in shape. These kids show up every day for Summer Pride. Uh, our kids work their tails off, and I'm really proud of them. And I just wanted to say that. You know, I'm really proud of the effort they put into this. And we, not just athletics. We've had so many kids involved in leadership activities this summer, going to Washington, D.C., going to Denver, going to other, uh, you know, through FFA, FCCLA, through uh, uh, the FFA, I'm, I'm sorry, FAA, uh, some leadership camps there for uh, females in aviation. So we, we really some pretty cool things our kids have done this summer. Really proud of them and and how they've uh, stepped up and really kept kept going and kept going, becoming stronger individuals uh, physically and mentally. And it, we really have good kids at Minko. Right, uh, great ag program. Ag uh, program. Ag, ag is strong throughout Grady County, anyway. So. It is, and uh, Mr. Trevor Stelzik, he is our ag teacher. This will be his second year, and. Man, we really had some great showings last year. We made the state competition in some speeches. We made the state competition in Quiz Bowl up at Stillwater. Uh, we had a young man that made the grand drive at the with his uh, steer at the, uh, the OIE, OIE yeah, yeah. back in March. Uh, but really a great showing there for our FFA program and 4-H. Betty Jones, I don't know if you oh, know yes. Betty, so but Betty's known you know, Betty a long time. She's yes. done 4-H for years. Yes. They, they do a tremendous job with those kids. I'm really proud of them. Yep, member of the fair board, too, I think, uh, still. That's right. So, yeah. That's right. Brady she, County Fair Board. Is, that's right. She's taught, uh, man, I want to say, I, I believe this is her 55th or 56th year coming up. Wow. So Very nice. 
you mentioned the, the egg program and briefly maybe about an upcoming bond issue. So well, let's talk about some of the, the, the egg improvements you want to make with your facilities. There. Yeah, and I think uh, just to break this down, we started meeting. I started meeting with a building committee and growth committee back last summer. And we met various times throughout the school year and uh, really looking at the needs of our programs, if you will. Uh, obviously, we'll always need classrooms and school uh, space, but we, we've done really well the last decade on building some beautiful schools and making improvements and doing things that I think are, are you know, for instance, every school has enough safe room capacity. If there were a tornado to come through, we would have uh, that, you know, with security uh, and safety, we've put uh, film on our windows and glass. Of course, we're going to have a security officer next year. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that here yeah. in a little bit, yeah. But uh, the Lord willing, before the end of the year, we're going to run a bond, hopefully, and this bond will entail a new facility for football, which will be a turf field, and then also track, eight-lane track, outstanding track program. We won umpteen medals at the state track meet. We don't have a track. Uh, so this would provide us a track football field and the facilities that go with it the weight room the field house the concession stand the bathrooms all of that and then an ag show barn a brand new show barn to show animals and um, which would have a little small concession and bathroom facilities but it would be an inside arena uh, big enough for local shows northern district fair and jackpots and things like that we don't have that at minko and we really need that our ag program needs that and we're really going to work uh, to hopefully get there uh, you know, we could confirm this uh, in another two or three weeks if we're going to be able to pull it off or not, but we're sure trying. We're, we're hoping, and um, I'm sure you and I will communicate before uh, too long on that. Yes, sir. All right. So the football field will just be same, same location? No, everything will, be... the football field okay. and track will move to the new, where the new high school is right. on Highway 81, mm -hmm. uh, and simply because there's no room for a track out there. Uh, the drainage out there, too, is terrible where the football field is. Everything stays underwater. It's, it's really... Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of history and tradition. There's a, you know, there's a marker out there. Um, in 1949, there were four students that were killed in an accident on their way to watch the band participate in some event in Oklahoma City at the Civic Center, and these four students were killed in a wreck. And uh, they dedicated, I guess the football field was actually on Highway 81 at one time years ago, but when they moved the football field, they also moved the stone, and... Uh, it's called Memorial Field in their honor. And that's something we would continue. We would move that, we would have a memorial plaza. And we've talked about even having maybe a placard of the veterans that have died in, in wars uh, that are from Minko. Uh, you know, some things like that. But obviously, it would have to move. There's just no mm -hmm. way to, to do those. And, and really, our future goals are to run a bond in a few years to bring softball and baseball over there as well. And, uh, drawing up a master plan over the next five to ten years of what we need to see as far as building and construction, a new early childhood center at the elementary, new athletic facilities. But, but right now, I, you know, I'm not getting ahead of myself. Football facility track and Ag Show Barn would be the, the main uh, pieces of this bond. Would you expand seating for the football stadium? Yeah, or? absolutely. Uh, home side seats 1,000 right now, and we would expand it to 1,500. We fill that thing up on a yeah. Friday night. yeah. Uh, we would move our home bleachers currently as the away bleachers. Uh, on the, we would move them to the new side, mm -hmm. and then we would put in new bleachers with, with about probably 500 chair backs. Uh, and really spice it up a little bit. Sure. LED lighting, turf field. It's going to be pretty cool. Right, and for those of you who may follow uh, Kevin on Facebook, he's always posting. I love the way you post. In, 
well, support your students and all that, but you have posted some video, I guess, about what the football field might look like in the track. So, Well, yeah. uh, I put some stuff out there about it just to kind of see what the interest would be. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty positive. You know, the, the feedback was pretty positive on that. Uh, if this goes, you'll definitely be seeing some stuff here in the mid to late August. It'll yeah. uh, be pretty impressive, I think. You'll actually see uh, what it's going to look like. So if it bond passes, will it be ready for next year, I'm guessing? Or? It'll be ready for 25, 25. 2025, Okay, yes. all right. And then what happens to the old property? Is that, uh, is that, that school-owned is property? Is it school-owned? I mean, there's some things you could do. Um, obviously, for the time being, we would have baseball and softball out there and probably just keep the football field mowed down, yeah. <laughs> just to be honest with you. There you go. And we have a field house out there as well uh, that's pretty old, um, but uh, we would keep those facilities. And then after that, I don't know. I have no idea what we would do. All right. Let's talk about the school resource officer, and I know you've worked with uh, Grady County Sheriff Gary Box about getting someone up there. Yeah, you know, that was great legislation written or uh, uh, supported by Dick Lowe, who introduced this to the House. And it is great legislation, and you know we're going to receive money that will pay for three years, fifty percent of our uh, deputy. Chris Velarde is going to be our deputy at Minko Schools. He's been at the courthouse, I think, a lot uh, over the last couple of years. And uh, Deputy Velarde is a great guy. I'm looking forward to this partnership with the sheriff and his office. It's only going to enhance our security a hundredfold. We've not had that, you know, and we've taken steps last year with a key fob system for entry. If you don't have a key fob, you have to buzz in and tell us who you are, where you're from, and and uh, what your business is. But, I mean, just having that security f- presence there of an armed security officer that not only is that good, but also um, the education aspect. He'll be doing a D.A.R.E. program with our elementary. And just getting to know our students and making our students, you know, quite a bit more comfortable with law enforcement and, and how to, uh, you know, they can approach that well. And I, it's just going to be a, a great move not only for the county, but for the school. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, just to get a good relationship going with the kids. Yes. And uh, as you mentioned, a positive instead of, you know, maybe, oh, gosh, I got pulled over and, you know, I'm going to get a ticket or whatever or yes, worse. You absolutely. Know, but uh, but uh, uh, with all the stuff we've heard about uh, school security issues, it's good that the sheriff's office has been able to uh, reach out and help with that. And then what about the, the, the uh, survey about security? That's part of the state legislation, too, yeah, if I remember, uh, right? You so, know, actually, we did one last year. Okay. Uh, the governor ordered that last year. Yeah. We had the Oklahoma School Security Institute do one. The sheriff's office has already done one for us this year. They've gone through. They've got that completed. And, you know, we know our strong areas are our weak areas. And, um, you know, we'll probably have some good report on that here before school starts. And we're also having training uh, on the 15th, I believe. I believe the 15th of August with the school security institute and some of the Grady County sheriffs. And it's not exactly an active shooter drill as that takes two days, but it's going to be a, it's called a run fight and hide drill. And they, they do a morning of training on, on what that means, how it happens, uh, what, what steps you should take when, if you're in a particular situation. And then the afternoon after lunch, there'll be some situations that they give a situational training to where, uh, we learn how to fight, and we learn how to run, and we learn how to hide properly in when classrooms. When you say we, students? Students, how to hide them in classrooms properly. Okay. And mainly, you know, uh, keeping the doors locked and uh, having some type of device on those doors that make it very difficult to uh, get into the classroom and moving those kids away from any possible uh, bullet or, or whatever. Right. What do you want to think about, you know? Yeah. 
All right. So, again, August 17th is the big day, and the teachers reported a little bit earlier than that, I guess. Yeah, they, they report the 14th, and actually we're already seeing teachers come in and go to work. Is that and, right? We're yeah. good, yeah. And, uh, you know, looking forward to football season. And, I mean, in softball season, athletics gets fired up. I think August 7th is our first softball game. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how yeah. fast it moves. And then, uh, of course, you know, football brings a lot of excitement into the community, and Miko's no different. And it's, it's going to be a great year. I can't, we had such success last year. I look forward to seeing the success we have again this year. Any changes in school hours or anything like that? No, it's all to? the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're uh, – 805 to 305 and what about it, enrollment are you still accepting enrollment and transfers and things yeah like i mean that the law you know the law uh we still have capacity it's open transfer yeah, now, open right? transfer and unless you meet capacity and we still have some capacity left and uh we, we've taken quite a few transfers the last couple of years more older students younger students mix, uh, a lot or? of younger students mm-hmm. i mean younger and middle school students a few high school students but mainly elementary and middle school and what's the growth of Minko like these days? Are you seeing? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of rumblings and talk out there from what I, you know, uh, talking to other superintendents who in, in our area who've heard from builders that it's getting ready to take off in Minko. And I, I believe that. I mean, our location, you know, we're 20 minutes from everything, 20 minutes from Chickasha, 20 minutes from Yukon, Oklahoma City area. It's, I, I believe that we could possibly see some uh, development of housing there and that'll bring a whole other problem, you know, of keeping yep. up uh, with mm-hmm. classroom space. But uh, well, I that do whole believe State Highway 37 corridor there. I mean, it's just logical to build. We're already seeing the development of Tuttle Bridge Creek. Yeah, Tuttle is just so. incredible. Yeah. And uh, I do believe that uh, it's going to happen. We also, you know, talking about the Bond Project, if I may, you can't ever say you're going to have something until you have it. But but I know next era in our school district, outside the city limits, of course. Mm-hmm. They're looking at putting in the state's largest solar farm, which would have a major impact upon our ad valorem basis. So, you know, it's not there yet, but it's getting closer. And um, I think in the next couple of years that will be a reality. And it will add a lot of value to our school district. It will allow us to do some of this building and, and growth. And uh, really excited. Yeah, uh, can't catch your tickets before they hatch, as they say. No, you can't. So, I mean, uh, yeah. uh, we're excited, but yet cautiously optimistic, I guess, is there the way to go. put that. Great. Kevin, thanks for coming in today. Well, we to really have, appreciate it. Uh, uh, great to see you, George. And you uh, bet. looking forward to another another school year uh, coming up. It, they and come fast and go fast, no doubt. Kevin Sims, Superintendent of Minko Schools, on the program today.